Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Jocelyn and Matt Woodrum again, and we are reading the book, Can You Hear Me Now? by Dallas Demet and Nancy Demet, and this is chapter two. This has been a, a really interesting read because I know for me, it's really easy to emotionally talk, talk out of my emotions and forget to listen, forget to hear uh, everything that is being said. And I love the opening quote that he opened with the book. Well, the opening quote that they did, uh, Dallas and Nancy. And that quote was, the feeling of not being understood is one of the most painful human experiences. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's really true. I mean, I, I know in the few times that we've had arguments um it's because one of us doesn't feel like the other is listening um and i have also experienced that at work um i work in a nursing home with the adult population and there's a lot of reasons that somebody might have difficulty communicating um and i see the frustration and a lot of behaviors that happens in our toddlers and our adults um, are because of not being able to communicate what their wants or needs are. Well, and I think it goes beyond not being able to communicate a lot of times. It has to do with people feeling like people are hearing what you're saying or not being able to say it in a way it's that not being somebody under, else right. it's not can being, take it. Right. It's not being understood in a way. Um, and we've seen that with our two-year-old. Um, <laughs> okay. So our youngest is two. And not talking as well as she probably should be for her age. Um, and I'm aware of that and we're taking steps to move in the right direction. Um, I feel like I have to say that. <laughs> um, but she gets so frustrated when she doesn't understand, when we don't understand what she's wanting. She knows what she wants, but she doesn't have the words to say it. And because we don't understand her, she gets mad. You know, I, I, and I wonder if that's where the terrible twos it does really start coming from, where that starts stemming from is that communication barrier. 
I, I truly believe that. Um, and I, I think that's something that we talked a lot about in my schooling um, is that the terrible twos and even older teenage years, <laughs> maybe to some point is the kids don't have the words to describe what they're feeling because their hormones are going crazy. And that's just my personal belief. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's any science specifically to back that up, but that, that is my belief is that, um, that their words aren't there. So in whatever way the words are needed, they're not there. So they, so you heard it here out. first, the <laughs> next research project that Jocelyn's going to be doing. <laughs> that is not my area of expertise. I really focus on the geriatric side of things. And that is something that we have seen in the geriatrics though, is that in the adult population, um, if you know, with dementia, a lot of times you'll have residents with behaviors and, and acting out. And a lot of times it's because there is an unmet need that they may be trying to communicate, but not communicating in a way that the average person is able to understand. Well, and you see that a lot. And when I was doing prison ministry, uh, so like, and I'm, we're, we're talking about adults now. We're talking about like, I went into a couple of different men's prisons all over the spectrum. Uh, went to a woman's prison, taught anger management. So I was a man who went into a woman's prison, teaching anger management to a group for women who were probably really mad at men. <laughs> so that was, probably that was fun, and, <laughs> fun and interesting. But when you look at people that are in prison and, and we learn about this a lot in psychology, and this is why I love this book is because it goes on beyond the barriers of family. It goes on beyond the barriers of children. It goes on beyond the barriers of marriage. And we'll get to the marriage part here in a second because that's one of the biggest things that we focus on. But when I was doing prison ministry, that's one of the reasons why I saw a lot of these guys, these men, these women, they were acting out. And a lot of times, to a point, I think that's where a lot of crime comes from because there's a misunderstanding somewhere. There's a struggle in power of control of being understood. If somebody doesn't control or doesn't feel like they're in control or they don't feel like they're understood, whether that's by a bank for financial reasons, for you know, power, uh, you know, and, and I talked to a lot of people that got out of prison that actually came back into prison. And that's all they felt is misunderstood. Hmm. They didn't feel like they had a chance. You know, I recently, and, and don't judge me for this, but I've been watching the TV show, TV series, Orange is the New Black. Not a great family show, um, but it really shows the misunderstanding of when these guys, these men, these women, they get out and they go and they try to find a job. Nobody wants to hire them because they're a felon. And so they feel like they're not getting heard. Mm. They, feel, they feel like they're not being able to communicate what their needs are. They feel like they're not able, and, and please understand, I'm not saying, hey, you know, go out, do a life of crime. You know, you get three meals and stuff like that in prison. But what I'm saying is, is that this issue of can you hear me now? Am I being understood? Am I able to communicate how I feel so that you can understand what I'm going through so that we can both rise together. So, and, and so, okay, let, let's, let's rewind a little bit and we'll go and, and, and we'll start running at couples because I feel like, okay, you know, there, there's not a lot that we can do. The average person can do about men and women who, you know, they're homeless, they're, they're, they're in prison and stuff like that. If you meet one of these guys, you know, 
you know, let's help them out. Let's pray for them and let's see what we can do. But on a more personal level, what I love, one of the quotes that Dallas and Nancy said is they talked about the difference in communication between the marriage. And I love this because it said that the woman wants to communicate about feelings and be connected on an emotional level. The man wants to communicate on a logical, rational level. What does that mean to you? Like, you know, when, when that quote, when you read that quote, did you agree? Did you disagree? And what does being connected on an emotional, what does that mean for the men that are in women's lives? And we don't understand exactly what that means. I definitely think it's true. Um, we have different goals in our conversations and that's really what it comes down to. And because we have different goals, it's easier for us to actually miscommunicate, but there needs to be a level of understanding and learning about how your spouse individually communicates. And I think sometimes we flip flop. I don't know if you've, you feel like you've experienced that with me, but like sometimes you're very emotional and I'm more logical. And then other times I'm definitely more emotional and you're me more logical. Fortunately, it seems like we flip flop at the same, at the same time, time. <laughs> versus ending up like both being emotional and that's never good. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, that would be terrible. Um, but knowing how to read each other, I think is really critical so that we can be understanding of what the other is needing in that moment. So yeah. what is a good way for me to do that? So, you know, let's, let's <laughs> run with this idea of, you know, the woman wants to communicate and, and these are very general terms. You know, the woman wants to communicate about feelings being connected on an emotional level. So how, how can I, as a man meet you in that emotional level mm. to support you and encourage you in the way that you need? <laughs> so I, I'm laughing because I feel like the answer I have is, I don't know. <laughs> I really have no idea. Um, when I know that when we're having our big conversations about whatever, um, I tend to be defensive first. And that might be some emotional issues that I have coming out. I'm not sure. Um, but again, I mean, I'm, I'm still learning how to do this in, in a marriage situation, I feel like. Um, I mean, and I'm glad we're doing this book because I do feel like I need some work on this. Um, I, I think that, okay, so if we talked last, last time, we talked about that video of the nail in the head. Okay, and I did link that up. I'll link it up again today um, for this episode. Um, where the, the female has a nail in her head, a physical nail in her head. And she's complaining about her sweatshirts or sweaters getting snagged. <laughs> and the guy's trying to fix the problem. And she's like, no, I just want you to listen to me. And I, I think that that's the whole, the, that's kind of the point is that we don't always want somebody to solve the problem for us after we have gotten through the, some of the emotional side of things, we can, we can see the problem in a different way. And we might come to those same conclusions, but we have to go through the process of getting through that emotional 
side of things before we can see it in a rational way. I, I, I could be wrong on that, but that's my personal my so, personal take on it. And let me see if I, I've hear you correctly. Okay, that's one of the things that Dallas this is and part of that discovery <laughs> listening, exactly. right? <laughs> so when you have the nail in your head or whatever problem it is that you're facing, by allowing you to voice and talk about those issues and different things like that, I'm allowing you to paint a complete picture so that you can see what's going on. You can see the options, you can see different things. And then after you understand the complete picture by processing, by talking, by discussing, we're able to then eliminate and get rid of some stuff and, and then take action. Is that kind of what you're saying? I, I think that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I, I do think that, um, like, I, I can think of examples of this, but where I, I needed to talk something out before I could really figure out any kind of a solution. Like, I couldn't process it until I had talked out the verbal vomit, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> the emotional, getting all that out. And then I was able to, yeah, and I think you said that very well. Like, yeah, I had to go through that emotional stuff before I could see that reasoning and logical side of things. That makes, yeah. how about, that makes sense. How about you? I, we looked at it from a woman's point of view. How about from a man's point of view? I, I, I think from a, a man's point of view, it's, it's all about seeing and finding that solution. Let's find that solution. That way we can fix it and we can move on. So, for example, uh, you know, we've, we've talked a lot of different times and we'll talk about where we're at financially. We'll talk about where we're at in the business. We'll talk about these different things. And I feel like we do a great job talking about it. So maybe that talking about it is that painting the picture, but I feel like it's difficult to, it, we, we can talk about the problem all day. It doesn't solve anything. Correct. It, it, if we're not happy about where we're at, then let's do something about it. And so I think that's the logical part about it is that if we're not happy with it, the, the amount of hours you're working, you, you, you work a lot. You're still working full time. Uh, you do a phenomenal job with that, by the way. Um, but if, if we're not happy and I'm not saying she's happy or not happy with her hours working and stuff like that, but if, you know, say for example, that you want to work 20 hours instead of 40 hours. Be home more. It, it, sure. it's, it I would, would love be, to be home more. <laughs> it, it would be really easy to sit here and, and talk about, the problem, but from a man's point of view, it's okay, let's talk a little bit about it, but let's find out how to fix it so that that is no longer a problem. Mm -hmm. We can talk about it till we're blue in the face. We can talk about it for the next three years. You know, getting out of debt, that's a great example <laughs> of something that people talk a lot about, but many people, they, they don't tend to take action. And so I think that's, you know, the, the typical, the average man, uh, you know, again, very general terms here, you know, we want to be logical. We want to be rational. Hey, we don't like where we're at financially. Okay. What, you know, state the problem. And then the next question, the next thing that should be asked is, okay, what can we do to fix it? If that makes sense. Uh, you know, kind of in the, in the logical, rational mind, talking about the problem in our mind doesn't fix the problem. And the reason to bring up a problem, the reason why there's, you know, there's a problem in the first place is to fix, is to get rid of. Mm 
You know, so for example, the nail on the head, you know, the woman brings up and said, hey, oh man, there's a nail on the head and it really hurts. In a man's mind, hey, there's a nail, okay, there's a problem. The, the next rational, logical step for us and how our minds work is, okay, let's fix it. That way there is no problem. Let's get you to the hospital. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> let's take it out. That way there's no, that, that pain is not existent. That way we can move on <laughs> to whatever the, the, you know, and enjoy the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so in today's world, um, we often forget to forget how to listen. What does that mean for you? Well, I, I think that, you know, and in the book, it talks a lot about there's so many different ways to communicate. And you, know, you look at, you know, social media, text messages, phone conversations, face to face, even in this spot of COVID, you know, we're always communicating and, and I'm mean, like, this is your field. So you understand that, what is it like 70% of all communication is even nonverbal. Yeah. So we're con consistently communicating to one another mm -hmm. through our eyes, through the way we're, we're holding our mouths, the way we're putting our hands on our hips, through the way, the way we're, we're leaning. Scrolling through our phones. Yeah, instead yeah. Of like, <laughs> so yeah. there, there's so many different ways that we communicate and we talk to one another, but we forget how to listen. We forget how to uh, be at peace and be still. Mm. And I think there's a scripture that talks about, it, it kind of talks about this, but not in the way that, that Dallas and Nancy do. And that verse, <laughs> I should have looked this up beforehand, but it says, you know, it talks about us having two ears, one mouth. So we need to be quick to listen and slow, slow to speak. speak. And I think they even talk and they quote that in the book. And I think it's phenomenal. And it's, it, it's amazing. It's almost like, you know, and this isn't a religious podcast, stuff like that. Jocelyn and I are both believers, but it's almost like God knew what he was doing and giving us two ears so that we could fully hear and almost hear, get some imagery here. We can get the full picture from kind of both sides yeah. and we can get into the, the, to the brain and the way it works and the left and the right side of the brain, but we won't do that. We want to, we want to overcomplicate that. But what about you? Like you work in a career where it's all about communication and getting people to communicate and getting people to listen and you have to listen. So like, what does that mean that we forget how to listen uh, to you? Well, kind of what you were talking about with the um, having two ears. <laughs> um, I have worked with people who have hearing loss. And if let's say that it's a person who has hearing loss, they have one hearing aid. And so the other one's working, they miss a lot even though they have one working hearing aid, they're still missing a lot of what's being said around them. And so that's something that kind of made me think of that. Like, okay, so if we lose that one ear, it doesn't, it's not work. It's not going to work as well. Um, now if somebody was born with that and then they grew up that way that, you know, they over accommodated a lot of that, but I'm talking about somebody who's had hearing and then lost it. It's really interesting to see how, um, and I'll, I'll have residents tell me like, okay, I need you to talk on my other side because that's my good ear. And so I, you know, we have to make those accommodations. Um, and so I think that's kind of similar when we're talking with each other is that we need to learn how our partners communicate so that we can accommodate how they, how they communicate. Um, 
I'm not saying it's not necessarily the same thing as a disability, but it's just learning how to work with their personality, which we've talked about personality quite a bit, um, learning how to work with their um, gender specific tendencies. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.